the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Welcome to One Down, the Comedy Crossword Podcast, where a former industrial analyst and a, a top Pringles man at Procter & Gamble, <laughs> every week, they yes, those two did go on to become comedians, but that's irrelevant. Every week, they tackle the New York Times crossword puzzle. Uh, I'm Brendan Ayer. I'm joined, of course, by Greg uh, Warren. Greg, what's going on, man? Hey, Brendan, how you doing, man? I'm re- I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm a little worried about you. While you were opening the segment, you were uh, kind of writhing your hands. Oh, I do like that. A, uh, we don't. We like don't. An evil dictator or something. Yes, it's a habit of mine uh, that unfortunately uh, does appear to be like one of those uh, kind of you know james bond style villains that uh, has yeah. a has a hairless cat you know uh but yeah, yeah. Uh, it it i it calms me i, I like to uh, i do i do a sort of I hand, like it. i think it's good rub. man yeah i don't have a problem with it i don't have a problem with it now that i know about it a little bit more i like it uh this is a christmas episode brendan I hope you've prepared a lot of Christmas uh, theme type stuff. I have, but before we get into that, uh, just on the last thing on the on the hand uh, writhing. Um, yeah, let's make sure we talk about that more. I I do uh, have a plan to install a laser beam on the moon. Uh, oh, yes, and I've I currently have a CIA agent uh who i could easily just have killed uh with my hands but i've got him over this sort of uh slowly descending shark tank so i just wanted to bring you up to speed on on that uh that's a little more concerning but it uh sort of makes sense now yeah yeah Yeah, but i'm sure you are that guy i'm positive he won't escape and uh foil the plan uh i just think this is a better way to handle it uh, you know, more, more drama, but go, go ahead. Okay. Yes. Uh, Christmas themed, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, you got a cup of coffee. Hey, do you have your, uh, giant uh, water jug today? I wish I drank it all up last night and it's not, I've got a water no, system. I'm glad you don't have it, man. It's a thing. It's a thing that's sort of, uh, aspiring bodybuilders carry around to let people know that they are aspiring bodybuilders. That is it's true. It's an attention getter. That it's, is it's true. It's an attention getter. Well, those yeah. guys love. Those guys love to just have their like four protein shake uh, uh, mixer bottles. But uh, I'm dry, drinking a lot of water. Yeah, I'm dry, <laughs> drink. I, I got. I got to get a lot of water in. I just got to keep drinking water. Well, yeah, it's funny I, that you should be making fun of me for that because I am. I do openly claim to be the most hydrated man in the world. I drink. Uh, <sighs> anywhere from don't 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 go there okay. nobody is the answer to that question is the the audit we just lost all the audience and we don't have a big one they're not waiting right now to find out how many ounces you drink a oh, day oh you think an audience isn't interested to hear from the world's most hydrated man interesting greg very interesting it's not. It's not interesting <laughs> at all. There's nothing interesting about it. I'll tell you what's interesting. Monday, the Monday puzzle. Let's go there. <laughs> no way. I gotta. I gotta take some time and really <sighs> sort out how many ounces of water a day do oh, I God. drink. Uh, on Monday, December fourteenth. Uh, Jesse Bullock and Ross Trudeau. Our man, Trudeau. Yeah, the best. Uh, I'm big. I'm a big Ross the Boss fan. Um, the theme was. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, uh, Tom. Uh, I, I need to uh, disclose something about this puzzle. Tom Griswold, the host of the Bob and Tom Show, who's uh, I'd call him a novice crossword puzzle guy. I mean, a master radio guy, one of the greatest radio personalities ever, and a very smart guy. Um, uh, he he he's a novice at crossword puzzles. He 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 was doing the minis up until recently. I know, I know. Anyways, he texted me a clue from here. Uh, I think it was the um, the little rascals clue. So, you know, full disclosure, I saw something before I attempted this puzzle. That's okay. I think uh, un- I think I would have got it. This was not an easy Monday, but I think I would have got it. 
The, the, I found Monday to be considerably harder than Tuesday. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and yep. I bet I know. I bet he was claiming a misspelling on that. Was that what he was claiming? I can't remember what he was saying. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it because that's what uh, Buckwheat used to say. Ote, right? That but I think big... I think they did they not spell it uh, O T A I. No, I say O T A Y. Okay, oh, they did spell it correctly. Okay, then no yeah. issue really. Um, yeah, they spelled that incorrect spelling correctly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, here, 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 here's the policy, man. If you get if you get un unsolicited aid, nothing you could do about it. What can you do about that? You're not going to look at a text from Tom Griswold. That's not right. The, you, you know, guys, you're fine. Guys basically handed me a career. Yeah, you know? I, I got to read his text. Yeah. Brendan. Okay. You're in the All clear. Right. I just, there. Full disclosure is what I want to say. Now I will say Tom's been warned about this, and uh, uh, you know who are we to tell Tom anything? Uh, because the, the guy, uh, the guy, the guy. Uh, I mean, you're his friend. I'm just the guy he's let be on his radio show a couple times. But you have mentioned no spoilers. Grudge, you know. You have mentioned no spoilers. So uh, thank thank goodness uh, Tom doesn't listen. To this, uh, but this is your warning, Tom. Uh, lay off, lay off, lay off sending Greg the clues till after the week. Uh, uh, we can't make a habit of this. Uh, the, the theme was women of wait a second, begrudgingly. It took me you a while to pick up on that. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to twist a lot of arms to get you on. No, that show, you man. got me on once. He had me back on two more times. I know, I know. And the, the second and third time were even harder. Yeah. Well. The first time was uh, I should say Greg. Uh, Greg got was nice enough to get me on, and this was this was young or uh, early in my comedy career. I was still I had never headlined. I was still a full time opener. Um, I had never headlined anything, and Greg was nice enough to get me on the uh, Bob and Tom show, which if you're not from a Bob and Tom market is gigantic. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just the, the, the more, the more wholesome, just as funny Howard Stern. And, uh, and it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So I go on there and, uh, there's, you give them, you, you know, you give them a couple, uh, topics like many of these shows, you give them a couple topics to the producer ahead of time. Um, but I was so new at radio and they're so smooth that I didn't know they were setting me up for my topics. Uh, so the first, so Tom, Tom goes, so, uh, so, so do you have any siblings? And I go, and I, I, I have a, I had a joke about that, that I was going to say, but just missed it. I just go, yes. Yeah. Yes, I have an older brother and a younger <laughs> sister, and Tom just stares at me, and uh, and I go, you know, they're nice. If they're listening, you know, hi guys. <laughs> it was so awkward. And then I, 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 I just texted up. Tom that you called him the wholesome Howard Stern, and he is not happy. You don't. It's, think- it's it's a it's not a wholesome show. No, it's no, a no. But, but 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 it's but, not. Com- we're not talking. It's not uh, Prairie Home Companion. Which no, is, no, not at all. But compared Prairie to Prairie Home Howard Companion, Stern, is good. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 Tom's not lining up nude women and and uh, pointing out yeah, the flaws they're, they're, of their body. It, the, the difference is one of them is on uh, you know terrestrial radio and the other one's not. Well, I I choose to believe Tom and nothing. No no offense against Howard Stern. I think Tom is a, a bit classier even if he were on uh yeah he, he wouldn't do yeah he yeah wouldn't, he wouldn't do uh, that yeah. kind of thing but anyway uh the theme is women of letters uh, uh we had a uh uh cool theme for uh women um with letters uh in their name l mcpherson sandra o samantha b k hagan um samantha b you're gonna go with samantha b over Aunt B. I mean, she's Samantha B's great, right? Uh, she's very talented, and uh, you know, I, I appreciate what she does. But Aunt B is a legend. Yeah, who is that? Aunt B's from Wizard of Oz. Oh man, come on, Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> Aunt B. Mm, nah, I all right. Uh, 
Sheila E could have gone with Sheila E. Sheila E. Isn't she? I thought it was Sheena E. I I don't know who it is. Maybe it is Sheila E. I think it's Sheena Easton and Sheila E. Yeah, Sheila E. D. There's got to be someone named D, right? Heavy D. Heavy D. That's not a woman of letters. No, it's not. There's got to be a woman named D. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, mark that well, down. Well, D.D. Myers was. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. D.D. Myers was, I think, uh, in the Clinton White House. Am I right? Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Throw her you in there. You're just guessing. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, we we'll do a lot of that here. Blank. Not uh, twenty-five down. Blank. Na na. Brendan. Uh. That is Shah. Shah na na. Yeah. Uh, name a uh, someone from the band Shanana. Could not do it, man. Bowser, really? Bowser from Shanana, I think was the lead singer. Shanana was um, it's a religious figure, and I from Nana, uh, uh, and uh, he actually was uh, a rival of the Shah of Iran at one point, but uh, Shanana was uh. <laughs> You kind, of, you kind of left me hanging there, man. I was off on a really, really well, stupid joke. No, I thought you would at least say that stupid. Stop talking, or you'd laugh, but you just left left me hanging on. No, that, that bit. no, it's worse. It's worse. <laughs> it's worse than that. I <laughs> thought there was a possibility it was true, so I didn't laugh. <laughs> I honestly was like, oh, after I did the Bowser. <laughs> well, I, th- I I thought Bowser. Bowser's I, real. Yeah, Bowser's real. So that right. I thought, I thought, ah, is it, is it, was there a place named Nana? You know, <laughs> I, this, this is a this is a, some sort of dedication song. No, uh, no, they, uh, 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 no, that is uh, that's that's funny. I just was worried that I'd laugh, and you go, "What are you laughing about?" He was the Shah of Nana, um, which is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Thirteen across, like calamari or overloaded circuitry. That's fried. Yeah. I went on a date with a woman once. Got some calamari, Greg. You know, you get you get your rings. Your little yeah. now you don't eat much fried food. You're a very healthy man, but I, I will go for some calamari every yeah, now and then. You get your rings, and then you get your. Uh, they'll throw in about uh, four, three or four of the full. Squid jobs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. mostly rings. I was on a date with a woman. Those things came out. She goes straight for the squid job. I like it. <laughs> well, then you take her. Huge red flag in my book. No, nope. Squid jobs are fine, but start with the rings. I'd like to get her number if I could. i give it to you after the show. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd like to give her a call. I, yeah. like, I like that girl. Honestly... We probably should get through all the puzzles, but I would not mind if we just stopped here and made the rest of the podcast about calamari because I have a lot of thoughts on it. Okay. okay. Yes, um, I'd like to hear them. Have you ever been to a restaurant and they come out with fried calamari strips? I'm leaving. I've seen that a couple of times. It's like, guys, you can just that. Now, that is not as bad as the fried pickle spears versus the pickle chips, which I love. Wait um, a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. You ordered fried pickles somewhere, and some guy brought you out a fried spear. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. That, yeah. that restaurant, you know what? That restaurant should be uh, detonated. That I, rest- I think it was a prank or something. I feel like it was a yeah. prank or something, yeah. But do you feel the same way I do about strips of calamari fried? I mean, I've never even seen that, and I feel like I feel like that is not calamari. They're giving you something else and passing it off as calamari. Yeah, because yeah. you're why 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 do the extra work to cut the tubes? You know, you're 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 giving me clam strips here, buddy, and you're calling yeah. it calamari. Yeah, I think you might have something. I'll tell you another thing that you, you, I mean, you can't find it except in sort of upscale Italian restaurants. Is the uh, sort of sautéed calamari 
uh, in uh, in a red sauce, spicy red sauce. Oh, that's very good. Yes, God, that's very man, good. If I if you if you if you know some place that has that, please just send it to me. I love the. There's a place down in Deerfield Beach, Florida, that has it. It's the best I've ever had. It's so good, man. Yeah, yeah. There's also I have had uh, calamari and like kind of a uh, sautéed in like a garlic and oil. It mm-hmm. was very good. Yeah, Cal- that, yeah, yeah. Calamari. It's a. Uh, as far as I can tell, it's one of those uh, almost purely restaurant foods. You never go to a guy's house and he's cooking calamari. No, and I, I no, nah, you're right, man. Maybe some like old Italian guy. Yeah, yeah, that knows how to do it. Yeah, you're right, man. That is a restaurant food. When you're right, you're right, Brendan. I was. Uh, we were. Uh, Amy's sister was in town. I was driving her through the Little Italy in Cleveland, which is small, but it's a very authentic Little Italy because uh, most of the residents um, are, as opposed to New York where a lot of people have been priced out, most of the residents are, you know, uh, uh, Italian immigrants or descendants of Italian immigrants. And right. I was explaining to Amy's sister sister that uh, they've invented their own law uh, much much like Chicago during the winter time, but this this goes year round, and that's uh, if they put a chair or a cone or any other object uh, in the street in front of their house, that's their parking spot. And if you park there, they'll smash your car with a bat. And really, there, oh yeah, and there is no. That's the law. There's no. Okay. It yeah. could be the nicest old lady. That. And uh, they've just they've decided we own the parking spots in front of our house. That's yeah. the end of it. If you try and move whatever I put there, I, I mean, I saw one one person just put a can there. That could be garbage, you know. But you gotta, you have to, you yeah. can't, you have to respect their the the law they've developed. Yeah, that take take an Uber to Cleveland. Uh, little Italy, sure, uh, yeah. would be the best way to do it. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't mess around. Uh, but great, uh, one great across, calamari. one across. Uh, that has been calamari talk. One across <laughs> Swedish group that once comprised two married couples. That's ABBA. Brendan, can you name uh, three ABBA songs? Um, uh, Mama Mia. I believe that was a yeah. I guess that was probably a song for that movie. Um, pa- Papa, pop, pop, no. Papa loves me. Dancing Queen. Oh, Dancing Queen. That's a great one. Yes, Fernando. I don't know Fernando. It's a beautiful song. I'd recommend you get that right away. As soon I, as you, leave I, I, the podcast early and go buy Fernando. It's a fantastic song. Well, Fernando could be why they used to be comprised of two married couples. Yeah, that was, I was uh, reading a little bit about them. This was my favorite quote. Because uh, they were two married couples and then, and then they got divorced. Yeah. Uh, the relationship changes were reflected in the group's music with latter compositions featuring darker and more introspective lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just I a, hate everybody in this band, especially <laughs> one man who used to be my husband. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have really a ring to it. Uh, yeah. That's going to be the lyric. <laughs> that's the lyric, and he gets no rebuttal. Um, <laughs> I uh, uh, 56 down dead zone. That's a tomb. Uh, now, most people know... Greg, that uh, you could go to uh, Red Square near the Kremlin in in Moscow, and you can see uh, Vladimir Vladimir Lenin's uh, embalmed body um, on display in a glass case. You can just go look at him. They've 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 essentially mummified him. They spend yeah. millions of rubles every year keeping him up because uh turns out you you know guys fall apart a little bit. Yeah. Uh but what I think is interesting uh is uh from 1954 to 1961 they had old uh Joseph Stalin next to him 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then in '61, they go, you know what, <laughs> you know what, uh, Stalin wasn't the greatest guy. Maybe we better, uh, <laughs> maybe we better, uh, right. maybe we better do just kind of the Barry deal with him instead yeah, of the. Yeah, uh, he was uh, uh, had a lot of blood on his hands. Yeah. Yeah, he, I, he like, like Lenin did too, though, didn't he? Yeah, but Am I, I think completely it, wrong on that. I think they're prouder. He wasn't as. Um, I think it wasn't as many Russian people as. as I got you. So yeah, yeah. Stalin, there's some like insane fact about, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Stalin arrested like X amount of people and executed like seventy percent of them, which Jeez. is it. That's that's a high arrest to execution that is, yeah. ratio. Yeah. You know, you look for you look for a little lower ratio sure. in that kind of thing. But yeah, they 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 threw him out there uh, in the exhibit, you know, uh, and then kind of slowly realized like, hey, we got to fire this guy. You know, yeah. this is this is a bad look. We'll leave Lennon. Get somebody somebody middle of the night takes Stalin out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was probably. Uh, Friday news dump type thing, huh? They got it the Friday afternoon. They yeah. Just, they, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I say we move to Tuesday. Well, hold on. Because uh, Brendan, well, listen, I just want to say here, man, I'm probably looking at a hard out on this podcast, okay? Oh, okay, but I'm not let. there's one thing I won't let slide. Fine. And that's 11 down, Gangnam style rapper. Sigh. Oh, yeah. Sigh. Yeah. He was Greg was he I, he we almost had him on the hook for our uh, theme song. We went with well, him. I'm, well and and I'm and on our podcast was was nearly called something else. Yes. Um. Yeah. Whoopum crossword style. <laughs> it was really close. Whoopum crossword style. Yeah. We almost we almost were called that. And, so, and I. There's not a day that I don't wake up and and uh, you know sort of just wonder if maybe things would have been a little different. I if we uh, would have if we would have had a deal with Spotify matching Rogan's if we would have been whoop, boom, crossword style. We'd be killing Rogan right now if we were yeah, whoop, boom, crossword style. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I did a because I, I I love when you say that and I uh, I, I love bringing that up. I, I did a deep dive on Psy and yeah. so fruitless. Just mainly. Uh, Family man, wholesome yeah. family man that got rich off uh, Upum Gangnam style. Uh, there's no, really nothing there. So uh, moving. To- what do you What do you think it made on the pistachio commercials? Oh, I mean, Sai cashed in on Upum Gangnam style. Yeah, he, yeah. He 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 knew he had. He his- actually tried to cash you in, but the pistachio people uh, <laughs> outbid them. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, December fifteenth. Adam Vincent, I found this to be an easier puzzle than Monday. Uh, the theme was a sort of newspaper puns. Um, they would give you a clue about where you might find certain news reporters or what circumstances, and then there was sort of a pun. So, for example, uh, uh, 20 Across, where one might find Boston news reporters that's around the globe the globe Boston Globe being their paper for Baltimore you had under the sun Los Angeles behind the times uh you know good good little Tuesday jammer yeah I, I the Boston I, I think I I don't know my next door neighbor was a news reporter and I got to know a lot of uh, uh, uh reporters and I would say where one might find Boston news reporters uh, uh, in a bar at about uh, one thirty <laughs> yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. Good. Yeah, there's one one of the uh, I, uh, my favorite people in the world, and one of the most influential people in my life is uh, John Michael McGuire. Wrote for the Post Dispatch, uh, and uh, it's pretty cool, man. He was, you know, he was wrote sort of feature uh, articles for them, and. Um, you know, there was just always people over at his house that were interesting people. Bob Costas was over there, yeah. and you know, it's it pretty neat, man. So. Yeah, well, a lot of people say the decline in print media is due to the internet and and you know the, all these various forms where we can get our news. I tend to think it's that they crack down on allowing their reporters to be drunk. A hundred percent of the time, because uh, that it was better newspapers back then. Uh, oh, that's fun, man. When yeah. everyone was just uh, mildly drunk all day long, uh, and 
paying off cops for information. The good old days. Uh, it's, uh, I, one time I did a story, uh, this guy, um, uh, there's a famous columnist for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. He's got some national renown. His name's Bill McClellan, and he's a wonderful writer. And he did a story on me one time early in my career only because Mr. McGuire got him to do it. Sure. You know, I wasn't that big of a deal. Sure. So we went to lunch at this place, and it was it's called St. Patrick's. It was at some kind of homeless or recovery center, and they take, uh, I don't know, people that have had problems in their life, uh, addicts, I think, or – People are trying to get back on uh, on their feet, and they they they're waiters at this restaurant. Sure, and, and uh, you know, Mr. McClellan and Mr. McGuire would go there, and they'd they'd have a couple of drinks at, at lunch. They were reporters, you know. That's right. just what, what you did. Yeah, and they said the the guys <laughs> the guys that were waiting on them would always be like. So so, what do what do you do, man? Like what? Like, yeah, yeah. Kind of want to. How do yeah. I how do I get in on how this? How do I wreck? get into that? Yeah, that's so funny, and also must have been so angering to those guys who were like you know uh, down on their luck and had probably been fired from like a warehouse job for yeah. smoking a little weed at lunch or something. They're like, wait a second, the bought the, the 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 St. Louis reporters just get to get drunk on their lunch hour? <laughs> I didn't say get drunk. I said right. they had a couple they of had drinks. A couple of drinks, right. sure. You're right. 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 You're right. Yeah, You're right. Is, these You're guys right. are brilliant writers. I'm not saying they were drunk during there, but they did they did uh those guys had fun, man. They had a lot of fun. Um well, I'll tell you one more Mr. McGuire story. Uh, is I, I we just got off on a tangent. I love this guy. He was you know he's my next door neighbor. Yeah, his whole family is is, is whole family is really uh, important to me. Um, but uh, I think it was Christmas Eve one night. We got in this thing. We got in this thing. It was not a good thing, but like where we go out on Christmas Eve, like the neighborhood, all the guys, the young. Kids sure. home from college for the you know sure we'd yeah. go out to the bars on Christmas Eve after my mom's Christmas party or whatever right and right I don't think our parents were crazy about it because we'd come home at about five in the morning it's not that uncommon barely wake up yeah and there's not a lot of bars open you know and uh, and then <laughs> we decided there's this bar that was in uh, uh, Missouri Bar and Grill I think it's it's where all the reporters hung out that's yeah. why we knew about it and there's one of the few bars that we knew was was going to be open so we decided we're going down there. And Mr. McGuire went with us, you know, he yeah. was like, and the whole time he was like, guys, this is, a you, we can't be doing this. this is Christmas Eve. Your mother is not going to be happy about this. This is just, this is a bad idea. If you want to go, you need to make a left on Tucker. If you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be doing this. This is, no, hey, hey, stop, stop. Right over there. Right over there. <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. 41 down, uh, nickname for the 1967 NFL championship game, famous, famously played at about negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit, which is, man, that's cold. And that's the ice bowl. And that was uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, beat uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and uh, you had two, two, two Hall of Fame uh Coaches going against each other, uh, Vince Lombardi and Tom Landry, I think. And uh, I, I rewatched, um, I rewatched uh, Jimmy V, Jim Valvano, uh, uh, his his uh, SB acceptance speech, which is if you've never seen it, it's a just a phenomenal. Even if you're not a sports person, oh, it'll bring you to tears. It's, yeah. it's just a phenomenally inspirational speech, but also very humorous. Uh, and he tells this story, Greg. I had forgotten about this. I guess maybe when I was younger and I first saw that speech, I didn't appreciate it. He tells this story that's so funny. He's he's 21 years old. He's got his first coaching job. He's coaching the freshman team at Rutgers, okay? And he's going, you know, how do I – and they're not very good. And he's going, how do I get the respect of these kids? Like, what you know, I'm I, I'm 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 a year older than than them essentially. Like, what do I do? And his idol was was Vince Lombardi, and he had read Vince Lombardi's book. And when Vince Lombardi became the coach of the Packers, uh, uh, he he the Packers weren't great. And uh, Vince Lombardi, his first game with the Packers. Uh, you know, instead of usually the coach comes in half hour before the game, does his like X's and O's and uh, and then gives his little inspirational speech. Well, Vince Lombardi 
doesn't come in. He doesn't come in. The players are waiting. He doesn't come in. You know, all of a sudden, three minutes before they're supposed to take the field, uh, uh, Vince Lombardi busts open the door, paces back and forth, uh, and goes, gentlemen, this team will be successful if you do three things and three things only. And that's care about your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers. And the team like goes nuts. And of course, they go on to win all these championships. And, and Jimmy Vigo is like, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And so he goes, he goes, that's that's the way to do it. And uh, he's waiting outside the locker room before. And the assistant coach is like, hey, man, we should we should we should probably go in there. And he's going, no, 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 I got a plan We're we're I'm, I'm doing a thing. And uh, he waits, he waits, he busts the door open. Finally, three minutes open. He goes to the Ru- Rutgers freshman basketball team. Gentlemen, this team will become a success if we do three things and three things only. And that's care about your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> and they just stare at him. He goes, oh, oh, man. I meant Rutgers basketball. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. He, he he also there's also a great moment in that speech where you see his his like uh his Bronx Italian come out. He gets he gets the light. He gets uh he and he go, and he talks about it. He goes, "Hey, they're flashing. There's flashing 30 seconds. I got I got tumors riddled through my whole body and some guy is some guy in the back's telling me 30 seconds like I care." <laughs> 30, I t- 30, I talk for as long as I want. How about this, uh, Fanogliobia, whatever, some Italian word. And then he high fives the, the attendant on the stage and talks for as long as he wants. <laughs> it's great. Great speech. I highly recommend it. Um, well, we're, uh, that, that about wraps it up for this episode of One Down. Uh, Brendan uh, gave Jimmy V's speech word for word in real time. Those were two uh, funny <laughs> anecdotes. You got to admit. <laughs> Those were two funny, Jimmy V. I mean, I, very did, funny. Very yeah, funny. Did I say yeah. uh, Greg, uh, Greg, Greg uh, described his lifetime relationship with Mr. McGuire? It was more, it was more personal. <laughs> it was, it was a personal story and it, and it related more to the crossword puzzle. You just, you, you just uh, wedged in a story about something that you had no connection to. It was a good story, though. I do have a connection to it. I like I Vince Lombardi and Jimmy V. It's a pretty loose connection. You didn't know him. Uh, well, we can't all know Mr. McGuire, okay? I know. I know. Just I, I'm, I'm not saying it was a bad story. I'm just saying we got to wrap things up, man. Uh, uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's let's get through some quick stuff then. Uh, when's I'm teasing? It- I'm teasing, man. We're, oh, we're, we're, I, yeah, I we're thought- like, yeah, we we still got another thirty minutes. Man. Okay, uh, saying, Wednesday. I mean, hey, let's. I'm just saying, no more, no more seven minute Jimmy V stories. Okay, and I'm saying no more. Uh, tell the life story of Mr. McGuire and someone we none of us know. People know Jimmy V and Vince Lombardi. Everybody, uh, I want to hear everybody write in what was a more interesting story and more, and more touching, more personal. This is a, they, that that had nothing to do with the podcast. You just woke up this morning being like, I don't have any jokes. Uh, I'm gonna watch some ESPN highlights and uh, see. You know, oh, this was a funny story somebody else told. I'll just tell. Oh that. yeah, very touching, Greg. <laughs> how uh, how reporters used to get drunk. Uh, very, what a what a heartwarming Christmas tale you've given us. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wednesday, December sixteenth. This, this pod, this podcast, it's getting ugly on Christmas, and I don't like it. Yeah, so I don't sorry. like it. I don't like it. Let's let's make amends and move on. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. December sixteenth. This was Ed Solners and Alex Eaton Solners. Very cool. Uh, this was he, uh, uh, the the notorious AES. Uh, worked with his father on this one. Oh which I think man, is cool. that's great! Uh, for the first time ever, ever, his father was a career, career cryptologist, a code breaker. No way! So I assume he's uh, probably, probably pretty was, good at this. Probably yeah. was going. This is too easy. This. Oh, uh, this too is easy. really cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty cool to have uh, to have your dad uh, on on there with you. Uh, and uh, the theme was government bonds. 
um, and you had four uh, four w- w- answers with government um, agencies connecting them in the middle. Uh, so uh, encircled uh, squares. So in other words, you had aircraft carrier and the FTC in that was circled. Hairspray, IRS, um, screensaver, NSA, neat freak, ATF. So good, that was really good, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. Um, and a guy yeah. that was a cryptologist probably worked for the NSA or something. You know? Yeah, exactly. He was probably like, you can't put that in there. Don't. Yeah, don't you, do you, that. Censor that. Censor that. Uh, <laughs> uh Speaking speaking of cryptology, uh, they did he, they, they Jimmy did, Valvano was in, in yeah. Speaking of cryptology, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jimmy V's speech, but no. <laughs> did you see that they uh, those uh, uh, amateurs really um, cracked that uh, they they cracked that supposedly uncrackable um, cipher from the Zodiac Killer. Uh, no, it, it, two weeks ago. Yeah, it sucks because like they were really hoping it would have some personal information, and it was so insanely difficult what you had to do to crack the cipher that he thought anyone would figure it out is insane. But right. just no personal information whatsoever, and these guys spent years cracking it, amateurs, yeah. and, they, and they send it to the FBI, and they're like, "This is correct," and it was basically just more kind of bragging. Uh, brings gotcha. us no closer to that guy, but uh, uh, 55 across. Welcome to another episode of Win Greg's Money. Uh, are we doing that again? Yes, uh, 55 across. How Russia ranks first among all countries, and that's in area, it is by far the largest country. I yeah. have before me, Greg, uh, the 10 largest countries. In area, if we minus Russia from that, we have nine. Out of those nine, if you can name five, you will win your own money. Okay. All right. Australia. Yes. Uh, That's number six. Brazil. Yes. Number five. United States of America. Yes. Number four. Interesting, going down. Mainland China. Yes, of number three. One more to win Greg's money. India. Number seven. Wonderful work. Greg, you have kept your money again. Wow. A lot of pressure. A yeah, lot of it, pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's the I world. this clue, I mean, they, this this I mean, it's kind of a shot at Russia. Like they're number one in area well i mean you forget some other things they rank first among countries in they were the first to have a vaccine yeah yeah they were the first to put a dog in space (laughs) yeah 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 they won the dog vaccine is just basically uh uh, diet dr pepper and uh, (laughs) macadamia nuts mashed up but you know it's yes uh, we have a vaccine the vaccine don't 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 don't, don't, no you cannot examine it (laughs) uh two is a shocker to me and uh i asked my brother this he got it right away but two shocks me two the second largest country in the world in area is canada no it's big yeah yeah ice yeah a lot of ice i guess what's the number one uh number russia russia yeah yeah okay and then you've got uh, the other ones. You you pretty much nailed. You you just nailed. You went right down the list. Uh, you got seven through three. Uh, eight is Argentina. Nine is uh, Kazakhstan. Ten, the biggest surprise on the list, if you ask me, because I would have ranked this uh, 197th, uh, is Algeria. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Algeria is the 10th largest, which is interesting. God, man, I just, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and really put myself out there. Is it, is it in Africa? Yes. Yes. Good. You've done it. Oh boy. You've done it again. It's I I believe next to, next to Morocco. Okay. A former French colony, I believe. Um, All right. 42 down. uh, I did a rod pace setter. That's the lead dog. Yeah. Now, Greg, I think if you spoke with the lead dog, 
he might say the pace setter was the guy yelling at him. Yeah. Yeah. You know he what probably, I mean? He like, probably sets the pace a little bit more. Yeah. Like if the lead dog is probably like, I just, hey, man, I just wanted to stay home. Like yelling at him, you mean whipping him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, the they, yelling yeah. doesn't motivate me quite as much as the whipping, to be real honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could say I'm setting the pace, uh, much like, uh, much like slaves set the pace of a Viking ship. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good point, Brendan. That's a really, really good point. And you, you, you have a lot of them, and that's one of your best. Thank um, you. 58 across, suffix with lemon or lime, and that is aid. And Brendan, this is, uh, this is something that's bothered me for a long time about the New York Times crossword puzzle. And um, I'm going to set things straight, okay? Guys, lemon aid and lime aid are not equals, all right? They're not even close. There's like... Aside from Sonic, there's no other where to get l- limeade, okay? It's like they always put them together as if they're the same thing, as if there's like just as prevalent. There's barely any limeade, okay? Sonic has a cherry limeade, but you're not going to find limeade anywhere else. It, it, it's, it's, it virtually <clears throat> doesn't exist, uh, yeah. especially on its own as a, as a you know, you can, you can even enjoy... Uh, unsweetened or slightly sweet, sweetened lemonade. Limeade is horrific. I mean, if you if a kid says, uh, "I got to make a little extra money," I'm thinking of setting up a limeade stand. <laughs> and you're an idiot. That you're kid an is gonna idiot. lose some money. Yeah, you're gonna be out money, man. Uh, yeah, uh, limeade. It, it, it's uh, it's I. Uh, couldn't agree more, Greg. We're okay, thanks. Back man. on the same page, heavily. Um, Thursday, man. We're uh, we gotta we gotta move, man. Uh, we gotta Catherine move. Ladner. I don't this- know if I mentioned. I may have a hard out. Yes, Greg's got a hard out. Greg is actually uh, on the road doing some work. Uh, so so he's, he's got a hard out. This I just really be- wanted. I've been wanting to say hard out for a long time. Hard out is fun because it makes people really. It really ups your standing amongst yeah, yeah, the people. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, uh, a bit of a. I thought underbaked theme for a Thursday. We're 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 taught to expect more from Thursday. The theme was Beethoven's Fifth, and you had um, you had the 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 opening uh, demonstrated through uh, three circled G's um, in various answers, and then. E flat circled shaded in the word deflated, and that's that. Dun, 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 dun. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's that's GGG. Let me e tell flat. you something, man. Uh, I, okay, I got a couple things to say about this. Number one, this puzzle's been done before. Yeah, right. They did it's, it, it's it been and done I, before, I, I think man. they did it uh, uh, a little more thoroughly this year. Yeah. The other thing I want to let you guys know, and man, Mr. Topfer, Stan Topfer, my uh, my band director in uh, high school, <clears throat> we played uh, we played this. And he was just obsessed. You know, it's not triplets. It's not da 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 da. It's eighth notes. Da 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 da. It's a very, it's a very, very slight difference. And we would play triplets. And man, we had a band concert, a band concert. And we get going. Topher stops us in the middle of the song and says, "Guys, that's not the way it is." Wow, we're starting over. This is a this is a- as if my dad out there was like these these guys or what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it it's triplets instead of eighth notes. Uh, Topher yeah. showed us up in front of in front of our wow. parents, man. Wow, yeah. that's a, that's like a, a whiplash situation. It is a whiplash situation. I'm st- it's abuse, man. You don't stop during the performance. You don't Topper. stop, man. I'm yeah. sorry. You you know. Now, in all fairness, you know, it was right. He was right. And, it doesn't um, matter. His job to get that is, through before uh, concert day. I also, man, did, I jacked around in band a lot. Me and Tommy Allen really, really jacked around. And I was distracted quite a bit. I don't, I was sitting next to Carol Gropeter all during band. And she was extremely pretty. And it just uh, it really was distracting. Yeah, no. And the, I was, the, the way that I felt to, that I should impress her 
was by jacking around, and it, yeah. it, that, that it's not it's not a good thing. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I I I also was in band, uh, and as you know. I uh, did a did a my fair share of jacking around. I did not really care about band. Uh, it was uh, not not interesting. Uh, What'd you of, play? I played saxophone, and as I've spoken, alto. Yes, as I've spoken about on this podcast, I was uh, first chair, and then the system Good. was uh, the system was you could uh, every two weeks challenge you you could challenge. But the challenges were after school. Oh, which, yeah. You just, you forfeited, right? Which I had no interest in. <clears throat> so I go, okay, not coming. Second chair. By the end, I was just last chair. And I was what fine with bag. it. I was, what I, well, bag. what am I going to do? I'm coming in after school for a band a challenge. Bag, yeah, the, you're a what do I care? Kid. Put me last chair. I don't care. <laughs> that is a bad attitude, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, 46 across. Um, blank Nadu. That's. Indian state, and that's Tamil, Tamil Nadu. That's a that's one of the twenty eight states of India, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I I I got it mixed up with. You've heard of the Tamil Tigers before? Sure. Yeah. Which that that's I don't think this has anything to do with that. That's Sri Lanka, right. I think, which borders maybe uh, Tamil Nadu, but it it, it it's in Sri Lanka, and uh, um, I there was a, a lot of people in uh, in. I don't, I don't, I'm going to get this wrong, but there's a lot of people in Sri Lanka who were persecuted and they formed a very violent group, the Tamil Tigers, who, um, you know, they did suicide bombings and they, you know, uh, had child soldiers and stuff. Yeah. It's a, I don't know if they're a terrorist group. I, I guess you could call them, but they, they, you know, they had. Right. Anyway, anyways, I always thought that the Tamil Tigers, because um, they were in the news quite a bit in the uh, probably 90s, maybe. Yes, I think. yeah, that's when yeah. I recall hearing about. Yeah, I always thought the genius of the Tamil Tigers was that they, their, their opponents often underestimated them because uh, their name sounded like a high school football team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was thinking exactly that. Uh, it, it's like, uh, ah, don't worry about those guys. Those are a little league baseball team. <laughs> That's uh that's uh Ron Dennington Ford's Tamil Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. They are, yeah, that's that's funny. Um 18 That's one of those that's yeah, one of those jokes that I tried to write as a young fledgling comic in the early 90s and I was like I know something I just never could write. I've never been a news but, yeah. you know, when I started, I thought, well, you just look at the newspaper and write jokes. And I always, I never could execute the joke. And I just sort of got it last night. And then I was like, I bet that joke was told in some form on 50 different uh, late night shows back then. But I'm sticking by it. Yeah, and it may not have been. You never know. Uh, some yeah. guys like to uh, stay away from uh, from terrorist material. Uh, yeah. Uh, 18, not me. Not me. I'll no, no. Right you in. you uh, embrace it. Yeah, I've got that uh, fifteen minute chunk on the uh, PLO. Uh, Eighteen across. Items that are hard to throw away. That's boomerang. Greg, have you ever got your hands on a boomerang? Once as a kid, and it died. Uh, it, it was the uh, same effect as throwing a rock. Uncatchable. Uh, <laughs> Un. Really? Did, Did you Greg, get it to come back though? No. You can't. No. <laughs> These things go wherever they want. The only thing they do is not go quite straight. And yeah. in a movie, you see a guy throw a boomerang, kill a bird, then catch the boomerang. It's like, first of all, you throw it. It's just going very far away and on a slight curve. Second yeah. of all, if it ever does come remotely close to coming back to you, it's coming at 150 miles per hour. <laughs> it's a boomerang is useless. Get yeah, rid no I, I, boomerangs. No more boomerangs? Get, get, they're selling these as kids' toys. They're weapons of death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree, man. Uh, yeah, I I, I want to try one now as an adult and see if I can get it. You can't. Uh, don't tell me I can't, man. I'm telling you, you can't. Right I don't want to kill anything though. I don't There's like four guys in the world that can do a boomerang. Really? I'd all, say all uh, Australian and New Zealanders. What? Nah, there's one, there's one Canadian. 
that just really, okay. really right. worked at it. Uh, I got you. Um, uh, 44 across, pudding flavor, fig, uh, never had it. Of course, I've heard the song. Um, don't know why they're all excited about it. Um, I have made... <sighs> I'm making a policy starting today, Brendan, and uh, and it's it's I'm going to take a hard line on it. The only way I'm going to consume figs for the rest of my life is in a Newton. Yeah, why why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I think first of all, I think that might be the only way I have consumed. Yeah, yeah. To this date, it's also been the only. No, I think I might have tried it. I get dates and figs mixed up, mixed up. And they also, you know, that's the thing about the food world. Dates and figs might be one of those things that's that are the same thing. I don't know, but you know, they're always nah, doing double I don't think names. They, like they, well, like yams and sweet potatoes technically are not the same thing. They right. look pretty similar to me. Taste yeah. pretty similar to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we better move on. If we, if we yeah, hey uh, man, you, I, you, I don't know if I mentioned yeah. I've got a hard out. Yeah. Um, I think the way we do this is we go uh, one clue a piece for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe something like that. One clue a piece. All right, you got it. I got to pick my uh, Friday was uh, Damon Golzinski, uh, of course, themeless. Uh, Damon comes hard all the time. Now twenty nine across. Uh, what Neptune's chariot was drawn by? That's seahorses. Yeah, and I, I always knew that, but until I actually saw a seahorse. I didn't realize how small Neptune was. Yeah, these things were not drawn to scale. No, uh, well, it was once well, I, I, yeah, you you would have to assume Neptune is 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 tiny, right? Yes, I saw a seahorse. I go, the the the, the god of the oceans is three inches tall. This is this is ridiculous. And he's not. The uh, Jason Momoa or whatever played him, didn't he? Well, you've never seen him in person. Man, that's a good point. Yeah, that guy. It's only in the movies. Yeah, he's, he's only a, three inches tall. Yeah, he's three, he's three inches tall. Jeez, it's bizarre. Okay. They did a lot of perspective work on uh, gotcha. when they, when they yeah. shot uh, uh, Game of Thrones. You know, they, they had practice. I think they did with that with Tom Cruise for years because he's. I think he's four inches tall. Oh so. yeah, he had Tom Cruise had to stand forty feet in front of whoever he was uh, doing a scene with. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Hey, by the way, how'd you do on the puzzles this week? Ah, uh, man, my streak is alive and well, man. Wow, five, that's five like five weeks. weeks clean, right? Yeah, five weeks clean. <sighs> five weeks clean. Good job, buddy. I am. Uh, I got Monday through Wednesday. Uh, I did not get Thursday or Friday. Got uh, uh, dangerously close on uh, Thursday. Uh, uh, Friday got close. I got Saturday. Nice. And then did not get Sunday. Sunday, I, I don't think I would have gotten, but it was also a time issue. Yeah, you, but, you're uh, on your work. But I, de- you know, I, I made an effort. Yeah. Um, I did most of it half asleep. Yeah, um, that can be hard, right? All right, so I only I only got one one uh, one clue here. Yeah, well, I'll go with uh, sixty across. Stereotypical cry from a sailor: "Shiver me timbers." That's a stereotypical cry from one sailor, right? It's, it's Popeye. Do, do other sailors say that? I I, I think like it's uh, old timey sailor slang. I mean, like you pirates. lived in New York, right? During Fleet Week, did you ever see any of those guys, those Navy guys, saying "Shiver me timbers"? I think I did, but I think they meant it in a real dirty way. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fleet Week is weird because it's. Uh, they basically let the entire Navy loose on the women of New York City. Yeah. And it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's a Little strange creepy. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday, December 19th, uh, we have a Caitlin Reed and a Andrew J. Reese. Um, let's see. We're doing one clue apiece. Um, if you got two, go ahead and do them. I, don't I mean, I got many, but I, I would like I'm to I'm saying two this. good ones. No, no Jimmy V stories. Uh, 55 across. Common material for a jacket, uh, which this is a great clue, by the way. This is a, uh, about the author. Yeah, that's um, a good one. I kept thinking record. I knew they were tricking me, uh, Yeah, but I kept thinking record jacket. Right. right. Album jacket. Right. But yeah. It's um, and uh, my mom dug up. Uh, she gave it to me when I moved here. Uh, I wrote a book called Jaws. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was, uh, I guess I would have been six, seven, 
And yeah. I wrote a book called Jaws, and they had a program in my elementary. I, I guess I, w- I wasn't entirely familiar with copyright laws, uh, but uh, I, I wrote Jaws, and uh, the um, they had a thing at my elementary school where, like, the kids could, uh, you know, you'd write a story. I guess maybe someone would help you write it up. And you'd go into the library, and a, a, a lady would type it up, and they'd bind it. So it was like an actual book. So it felt pretty right. cool. But uh, the about the author says uh, – uh, Brendan Ayer is a second grader at Fairfax School. He has a brother and a sister and likes pizza. This is his second book. So there's just an unknown first book out there, Greg. I could I could have a, ma- a lost masterpiece. I mean, you wrote Beowulf, didn't you? It, I think it probably was Beowulf or yeah, Raiders yeah, of yeah. the Lost Ark or something. <laughs> something yeah. of that nature. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking. I got this thing where you can, it's uh, like uh, legal net or whatever. You just got sued by Steven Spielberg. Actually. <laughs> well, no one's no one can prove the chronology. Okay, there's no date on my. You're book. saying Spielberg stole from I, you? I don't know. I don't this know. Is, which you're really came making first. that claim? Well, I, if I were to read you my jaws, it's a little bit more interesting because the shark was a robot that eats criminals. I like it better. I like yeah. it a lot better. Yeah. I would have much rather seen that movie. Yeah. Would have really liked that. Maybe you should have called it something differently. <laughs> yeah, I was in second grade. I think this one's on the teachers. Like, hey, man, Jaws is taken. Yeah, really. Yeah. How about yeah. Robot Shark? Yeah. Well, that gives it away. Biters. Yeah. Uh, chompers. Yeah. Uh, 20 across wax figure, Tussaud. That's reference uh, to Madame Tussaud. Do you know what Madame Tussaud is, Brendan? Uh, I know the Wax Museum. I don't know what her exact deal was. She was a real person, and it's pretty creepy, bloody stuff, man. Really? Basically, yeah. She, they would, during the French Revolution, uh, they would, uh, when someone's head cut off, was cut off, a royal's head was cut off, they'd bring it to Madame Tussaud so she could make a wax mold of it. For what? <laughs> to show people <laughs> that, like these don't be this guy, basically. Yeah. It was and she was she's was, she's very upset by all this. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a in the Wikipedia page it was like a it was a very sort of an upsetting time for her. It's like yeah. yeah. Like they just brought her heads and we're like, you need to and like and they kinda said you have to do this. Yeah. They figured I, they, they learned she was good at making wax figures. So yeah, that's how that yeah, it's it's pretty gory stuff, man. Oh my god, when she's got her museum going and someone's like, How how did how did you learn these skills? I don't I don't want to well, talk about it. Well, I don't really it. want to talk about it. <laughs> also, like, ah, we gotta we gotta get this uh, down for posterity. Remember what this guy looks like. Uh, and it's like, yeah, well, why didn't you just not cut my head off? And then people could have <laughs> looked at me. I would have preferred that. Uh, uh, Sunday, December 20th, uh, 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 Randolph Ross, um, the name of the uh, thing, also kind of like the Thursday, not that heavy, not that difficult of a theme compared to your normal Sundays, but it theme was Toy Story and... The, the only thing about it was, I mean, it had a few references to Christmas, but it just had a lot of clues that gave the history behind a particular toy. I mean, a lot. We're talking uh, right. Barbie doll, Tamagotchi, Etch-A-Sketch, Twister, Play-Doh, Chatty Cathy, Rubik's Cube, Silly Putty, Tickle Me Elmo, Mr. Potato Head, Candyland, and Cozy Coop. So that's a lot of toys uh, right. in one puzzle. Yeah, but, it was a lot of stuff in there, man. Uh, it, 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 it was pretty... Um, for a Sunday, you you would have got it with with giving. No, time. I don't think I would have because I made an effort. I was doing half asleep, but then I woke up this morning and I I was like, I don't know if I have time to do this one. I tried for a second, and then I hit the solve, and I was like, there's a lot of stuff that I had wrong. It would it would if I would have got it, it would take another two hours. I don't think I would have got this one. I'll be um, honest. Well, I want to talk about ninety five down. Big name. In small planes, that's Cessna. You know, Cessna, yeah. Cessna manufactures uh, small prop planes, and I think some some small jets. But um, uh, a guy ate a Cessna. Did you know that? No, I did not. 
Yes, there was uh, this guy. Uh, it's it's always fascinated me because. Oh wait, did we talk about this? I don't know if we've talked. Yeah, is this the, they got like what he snuck parts out? You didn't sneak. You know, you're thinking of the Johnny Cash song where he builds. Uh, like, one builds, piece at a time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a uh, 51, 52, 53, 53. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great song, man. Yeah. Uh, so there's this guy, this French performer named Michel Lotito, uh, or, uh, Monsieur Mengetot, which means Mr. Eat All. And yeah. his, uh, his thing was that he just, uh, he had this, um, uh, he had, he was born with thick stomach, li- stomach lining and yeah. like overly powerful digestive juices. And he was sort of a circus performer, kind of a, I guess what you would call for lack of a better word, a freak act. And he yeah. would eat things like uh, 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 bicycles, shopping carts, uh, televisions, computers, uh, uh, water beds. With, with the water bed thing, I feel like that's easier than a regular bed. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, um, he ate a Cessna 150. Uh, it took him two years. But he Jesus. he ate the entire plane, and he died, and he died, and they're very specific wherever you look him up of saying it's natural causes, nothing to do with his diet. Right, yeah. but he was but he was fifty seven, so it's yeah. like I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think the eating bicycles helped. Yeah, and I do think that seems to be a bit of a waste of time. This, I mean, you could have done. I, I get that that's your thing, but man, that's a, I don't know. Once you I, do it, yeah, a I Cessna. W- couldn't you do like a? Uh, yeah, you know, man, it would been weird if like. Wouldn't that be weird if like you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like he had a mother-in-law uh, that made him some casserole, and he's like, ah, I, I'm sorry, it just uh, just upsets my stomach. You know? Well, <laughs> dude. <laughs> It's crazy you mentioned that because of his because of this overpowerful digestive juices that he was born with that allowed right. him to do this. He would get sick if he ate eggs or bananas. Oh, really? They would make him sick because it was like too strong. It was like really, yeah. It was very odd. Also, like I I I, I try to do uh, uh, similar to your. Um, uh, uh, Tamil Tigers thing. I remember early on, I've always been fascinated by this guy and I tried to do a joke about it. And then I found out that uh, Jesse Pop has a joke that's just way better. And it wasn't, right. wasn't along the same lines. I kind of, I kind of, Jesse Pop, great comic. But my joke was kind of like, he has the world record for most planes eaten, but it it's one. Like that's yeah. not a, that's not a record. There's no one. Right. There's no one going against yeah. that record. You know, yeah, he I mean? ate a plane. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's just a statement. That's not that's a, what you're trying to say. Is he ate a plane? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, man. Um, this is the final clue of the the episode. Uh, let's make it a good one. Let's hope so. Pressure's on. I can deliver on this one. I know I can. I hope. And so. you're going to be a part of it. Okay. Seventy six down. Operatic, operatic, operatic villains. Yeah. Operatic villains, bassy or bassi. Yeah. Basically, people that sing bass, you know, low voiced people. Those, uh, those are the people that are traditionally the villains in operas, I guess. I don't go to a lot of opera or any, but yeah, those are, uh, seems a little bit, um, ah, seems a little limited. How do you think, uh, our buddy Little Rody would feel if you told him he could not be a villain in the opera. You, you tell me I can't be in it. Oh, I'll show you a villain. I'll show you a villain. Right. I'll stab you right now in your stomach. You think that's not a villain? Little Rody, that's awful. What? I don't what? even need the script. I don't even need the script. You think I can't? You think I can't sing? I'll sing. I'll, I'll sing into your grave. You son of a. Oh, this is ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been this week's episode of One Down. We wish you all. Uh, a Merry Christmas. So I hope you have a a, a, a a great week. 
Brendan, uh, are we going to do a, a, an episode or are we taking a week off? I, I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, scaramouche, can you do the fender? Sing, okay. I can sing, you I can sing. That was, just, that was really, really good. Uh, there, uh, we are going to take a holiday break. Um, we'll see what happens, but most likely we will be off next week. Just giving you a heads up. Um, uh, thank you all. So much uh, for tuning in and and supporting the podcast. What if we did like an abbreviated episode? Or yes, something? we we will. I'm I, what I'm giving you is a possibility that there won't be an episode. We hope to pleasantly surprise you. We, we got a lot of it. travel and a lot we of holiday a lot of stuff going on. A lot of but, holiday uh, stuff. A COVID safe travel. We should say nothing irresponsible, but uh, um, uh, we will see. But. Uh, Thank you for I don't know if it's COVID. Yeah, it's COVID safe, but I am am on a bus with a bunch of guys from a leper colony. I don't know if it's uh, Yeah, no, and I'm doing sort of a... Sort of a, a hep C get together at my house. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, where, where we share a punch bowl. But uh, other than that, uh, uh, yeah, and you know, many options. Maybe we'll release one from the vaults. Who knows? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we do. But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Greg. Uh, as always, I had I had a great time. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's been a fun year and we can't wait to, uh, to, to talk with you guys next year. Happy new year. Merry Christmas. Rody, do you want to say something? What's a basie? It's going to cut your, it's making me sick. It's making me sick. I'm in the opera. I'm in the opera now. I, I, uh, managed to hear the word opera. That's all I got. I'm in the opera now. Merry Christmas from Greg Warren, Brendan Ayer, and Little Rody. Uh, not from me. <laughs> One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer, produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One Down, the comedy crossword podcast.